0: Welcome back. My name is Thano. I am your host here at Never Outworked. Uh, This week, we had a chance to sit down and chat with Matt Schumacher. Uh, Matt is a Butler graduate uh, from here in Indianapolis. He is a transplant from St. Louis. And uh, let's just say he's a dual threat. He's a sports broadcaster, calls games all over the nation. Uh, Basketball, soccer, I think lacrosse even. I'm not sure he'll tell us all about that. Um, But the pandemic hit. We all remember the chaos, craziness, just utter disbelief of what was happening in regular world, sports world, everything. Uh, so he had to shift. He made a jump into real estate as an independent agent. And then as things kind of opened back up, he jumped back into uh, broadcasting and realized it's hard to balance both without having support. And that landed him here with Lockstep Realty on our team. So let's chat with Matt and see what it looked like for him jumping into real estate. All right, so today we are with Matt Schumacher. Uh, he is a dual threat, kind of using that sports term there. Um, he comes to us from the sports world. He's a sports broadcaster. I uh, hope I'm getting that right. Um, and then he kind of made this transition into real estate. So today we're just gonna dive into what it looks like to to work two jobs, if you wanna call it that. Mm-hmm. Um, feels like more sometimes. Um, uh, and kind of how you balance working both, being on a team um, and family. You know, we'll, we'll dig in a little bit to your your new addition to the family um, and go from there. So, Matt, why don't you just tell us a little bit about how you got uh, uh, where we're at today and, you know, give us a little bit of background on your, on your sports
1: side. Well, first of all, you're right. It's sports broadcaster. Sometimes Daniel Leeper, another <laughs> member of our team, says color commentator. <laughs> that's the person who played the sport that we're broadcasting that was not me yeah they bring
0: color into the into the exactly yeah
1: yeah um how did i get here well you know i i uh going back some years graduated butler in 2014 from st louis originally came to indianapolis for school um and during my time there really kind of had this passion of sports casting, I originally wanted to be a sports center anchor, actually, and then I called a women's basketball game second semester senior year, and thought, no, actually, this is what I want to do. So then I, I it kind of took me on this winding journey. It's like the Odyssey
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, through various towns around the country, calling minor league baseball and any college sporting event that I could get my hands on. And it led me back here in 2018, full-time, met my wife. Uh, We planted roots here. My wife's from here, Um, so it was easy to plant roots. And then um, my my broadcasting career really kind of started taking off in 2019, 2020, with ESPN and freelancing around at some other networks. Then COVID happened.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And uh, all the games were canceled. Still remember that night, like it was... Like it was yesterday. And they canceled the tournament. That just hit yep. me for a loop. Crazy. Yeah. I, I was at the I was at Madison Square Garden oh, wow. for the men's Big East basketball tournament. And it was the the night of the first round. So there's two games late night. We were yeah. at the garden all day getting set up for pre and post game. And my wife called me in between games and said, Did you see what happened in the NBA? And I said, No, because you know, when you're in those tournament situations it's it's like living in a bubble for four days no. you don't pay attention to anything no. news uh <laughs> other sports they don't exist for those four days she said they, they suspended the nba season for this thing called covid i was like oh boy <laughs> sure enough the next day our season was suspended and then no. that kind of just started the snowball so later that summer my father-in-law is a, a real estate developer in carmel he really encouraged me to get my license And now, I guess I'm three years into it, going into my third year here of being a realtor. It all started uh, a
0: couple summers ago because of COVID. Yeah, no, I hear you. I was, you know, in the healthcare field. Yeah. COVID hit, life was crazy, and kind of the opposite. You know, I was too busy, too crazy, and I I was ready to kind of be my own boss. And I said, why not in the middle of the pandemic? Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Get my real estate license. Good time to change it up. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, let's go back. So, our podcast here is called Never Outworked. You know, it's about being the best you can be in, in any field, not just real estate. Yeah. Which is why you know, I really want to pick your brain a little bit about what has it taken you to you know go from college, calling that first game, that what's the biggest game that you've called in your career so far? Oh wow, that's a terrific question.
1: Gosh, I don't know. I've been really fortunate the last year and a half to call some some really big games, you know. Um, top 25, Big East basketball, Big Ten, the Big Ten opener, um, calling Indiana basketball has, has long been a dream of mine. Just, you know, I'm not from the state, but having lived here now for the last 10-plus yeah. years, I know what, what Indiana basketball means. To this community, and the same same could be said for Purdue. You know, calling out a, calling a game in a sold out Mackey Arena is that'll get your juices going a little bit. Um, so I'm not really answering your question directly no, here, hard. but there's been so many good ones for college basketball. And then earlier this fall, I had the opportunity to call it the home opener for the new MLS team in St. Louis, which is where I'm from and that was a pretty cool yeah it was really special for me just the amount of friends and family that watched and reached out who i hadn't talked to in years you know old old high school friends and coaches from youth football or youth baseball that was a really
0: cool kind of full circle moment yeah yeah so transitioning into real estate so you got your license 2020 yep um The market's going crazy. There's no inventory on the market anywhere. Mm -hmm. Prices are going through the roof. Like, it's like, okay, I'm new at this. Now it's like, okay, tell me, like, get through 2020, 2021 hits. Your first calendar year in real estate. Mm. Uh, Just gonna start out. What were your numbers? 17 deals.
1: Okay. Somewhere around Four and a half million. Okay. Four million four, between four and four and a half million. Yeah. I can't remember
0: exactly. And and that's that's you know coming into it never having yeah anything really in real estate. Which
1: obviously part of
0: that is the market. Yeah. I
1: I you know so many people joke with me, but they're true. They're completely accurate. Yeah. We picked me and you picked a great time to get our real estate license. We sure did. You <laughs> know, knowing nothing about this industry knowing nothing about the terminology yeah I was so incredibly green which I guess most people are um, and and also not having the benefit of being on this team yet I was a solo agent yep. um, <clears throat> at century 21 sheets before I came over here and so while there were plenty of resources for me and I had really good mentorship there there's also an element of you're thrown to the fire a little, no. little bit um, but it was a, it was a good experience for sure. I learned a whole heck of a lot, as I'm sure you did too. Oh yeah,
0: that's trial by fire. Yep. Um, so okay, so you come in you come into uh, real estate as an independent agent. Mm-hmm. Um, 2021 sports pick back up. Yes. You know we get things figured out. Stadiums are still kind of empty. I think they were still empty for most of 2021. It yeah. was just you know the teams playing in empty stadiums like practicing. Mm-hmm. Um, Hey everybody, Thano here, your host, just taking a quick content break to say thank you for subscribing. And if you have not subscribed, we would love you to, uh, to hit that subscribe button, download our uh, podcast episodes, and listen to us anytime. You can find us on all the major streaming services, Spotify, Amazon, uh, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. For now, let's get back to the content and listen back in to what Matt has to say about his career in broadcasting and real estate. <clears throat> Talk about that transition to like, okay, I have to go back to traveling to call games and I also have to sell real estate. (laughs) So talk to me about the challenges you faced when you first made that transition back into calling games.
1: Yeah. Probably summer of 2021, July, August, I started to think to myself, you know, uh, how is this going to work? Because 2020 was was a bit of a wash for me broadcast-wise. No. It was very hit or miss whether or not I was going to have games on my schedule. <clears throat> going into 2021, things started to pick back up a little bit, but I really wasn't sure if uh, things were going to pick back up in the way that they had before. Till I got into like early fall. So maybe even into September, to be honest. And I realized, OK, in order for me to really go at this, my passion, which is sports broadcasting and still have a business in real estate, I need to change what I'm doing because um, I was burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. And, and I was getting lunch with a mutual friend of of Alex Montagano and I. And now, you know, he's a friend of our team, um, John Murphy. Yeah. Uh, who's a lender at MJW. Shout out, John Murphy. (laughs) We were getting lunch at Core Life, and it just so happens Alex was there. And he came up and said hi to John. John introduced me to Alex. I left, went on with my day. And like the good businessman Alex is, he started chatting John up about me. John told him that I was thinking about making a change with my business. And sure enough, a couple hours later, I got a call from Alex Montagano. And he said, we need to meet. So, we got coffee a couple times, and I realized this is where I need to be. Um, And so, without this team, there's no way I'd be able to travel and sell real estate. That's just the bare bones of it, let alone give our clients the best care possible, because you can't be in two places at once. And so, you know, having guys like you, Alex, um, Daniel Leeper, and, and frankly, the whole team has has extended a hand, and that's the beauty of, of working with real estate. Oh, working with Lockstep.
0: Yeah. Um, so, you're going along, you make the change over to, uh, to Lockstep mm-hmm. uh, with the XP, and sports really start picking back up. You know, COVID's clearing up, fans are back in the stands, you're back calling games courtside, and Life starts happening. We're in 2022, Mm -hmm. next thing you know, wife's pregnant. (laughs) So not only are you really back traveling a lot more, you're balancing it by being on a team. Like, talk about that. Talk about family and how having, you know, being on a team and making that decision enabled you to not only pursue broadcasting even more, but have the ability to, you know, grow in real estate and grow in, in, in your family. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, that was that was certainly a big aspect of,
1: of what sold me on this team. And that was, you know, I came over before it became lockstep. It was no. still the Alex Montagno Real Estate Group, uh, different office. And, you know, now our team has grown by two or three since I've joined, which is just awesome to see. But one of the things that Alex told me that really, really stuck out to me is, you know, the reason this team exists is so you can also be a good father and a good husband and be a good broadcaster and have a life. Um, And that resonated resonated with me because at the time I felt like I don't have a life. I'm I'm either out prospecting, handling clients. You know, there were times where I was going into a game an hour and a half before tip-off and I get a phone call. I'll never forget this was towards the back end of my time at Sheets as a solo agent that really sort of solidified, I need to make a change. We're 15 minutes before going on air. And this is while we were still remote. So I was broadcasting from uh, Big Ten Network Studios in Chicago. So it allowed for a little bit more personal interaction, typically the producers in yeah. the truck or something like that. But uh, boss comes into the, to the room broadcast center that i'm in to try and talk to me about something i'm getting a phone call about a lockbox missing on one of my listings <laughs> by the realtor who's showing the property texting my client asking if he knows what happened to it oh, and the game's goodness. about to start in 15 minutes <laughs> and right then and there i knew this is not how yeah. life is supposed to be yeah. so fast forward to get to your question yeah it's a bit long-winded here but uh uh the fact that we have a team in place that has systems in place, like there are roles on our team. You know, I don't have to spend nearly as much time thinking about digital content or posting things about listings and new clients, and then, because you handle that. I don't have to worry about back end paperwork because now we have multiple people on this team whose job it is to ensure that on the back side, our clients are protected From a legal standpoint, from a paperwork standpoint, making sure the signatures are where they need to be, earnest money is deposited where it needs to go. So there's just so many things that you don't think about when you're getting into real estate that goes into being a realtor. Mm -hmm. I kind of thought, well, I'm just going to go show some houses and (laughs) sell some real estate, make some money. Exactly. (laughs) It's not like that at (laughs) all. And so being part of a team just allows me to take the The extra stuff off my plate, and be with my clients when I need to be with my clients. Be with my family when I need to be with my family, and be at the
0: stadium when I need the stadium. If we asked your wife, (laughs) what's the difference? What's the what? What changed from going from an independent agent to being on a team? Like, what would her answer be? I think my
1: wife would say I'm less stressed. Okay, I hope you'll say I'm less (laughs) Uh, because. I, like I was said earlier, I was burning the candle at both ends. I mean, I was really stressed out. Yeah. Getting home at 11 o'clock from a road trip and, hey, this offer needs to be in before midnight tonight. Yeah. Now I'm starting the process of getting this offer written yeah. an hour before it's due. And, you know, God loved my clients back then, the people who were you know, still believed in me in spite of everything that was going on because I don't know if they knew how stressed and how, like, fly by the seat of the, my pants I was, but, boy, I was I was shooting from the hip, you know. And then there's a lot more organization to it now, which I'm grateful for. So 2022. <clears throat> yep. We just wrapped it up. Mm-hmm. Where did
0: you end up for your release?
1: I was at 18 transactions okay. and just shy of, I think, Six and a half million, I want to say. Okay. Or six million. So, Between six and six. Yeah. Seven and a half.
0: yeah. So four and a half first first calendar year. Yeah. Up to around six, six and a half year two. Yep. That's a big increase. It
1: is. And, and I sold the same roughly the same number of of, of homes. Yeah. So and, and the what workload, changed? Yeah. What changed? Like what's what changed is I have a plan now uh there i've started to understand my business a lot more intimately than i did before it was a shotgun approach when i was a solo agent now there's more resources available to me than i could have ever imagined but but they're targeted to what i'm good at so you and i after we shoot this are going to sit down and talk about a new prospecting tool that we have yeah because one of the things that i'm good at is talking with people yeah. Um. You know, Alex Montagano is one of the brightest, savviest business people I've ever been around. The fact that I share an office space with him. uh, I've gotten free business counseling for the last year and a half. All these little things that the team, you know, provides me has allowed me to see my business in a different way. and has allowed me to operate more efficiently. That's awesome. Um,
0: so, let's wrap this up. So yeah. Somebody who's pursuing a career in a different field than real estate, but they love the idea of supplementing their income, getting into investing, whatever it is, something in real estate. If you're looking back over the last two and a half years, if there's one thing you could tell them, what would it be?
1: Mentorship is key. Uh, whether you join a team of some sort in whatever realm you're pursuing, you know, if a team's available, I highly recommend it. If a team's not available, then, then pinpointing a mentor who is either doing what you're doing or doing something that you hope to be doing paramount, because how are you supposed to know the path when you've never been down it before? And that's what I learned in my first year of real estate. I was I was walking blindly down a path that I knew nothing about. And I came to a place where there were many people who have done what I did before me. Daniel is a great example of that. He was in TV for 10 years as a producer. And then on a whim, jumped into real estate and joined Alex's team. And now he's selling over $10 million a year worth of real estate. and. And serving clients better than anybody I've ever seen. So, being around somebody like that is how you learn and how you adapt quickly to be successful.
0: Perfect. Well, thanks, Matt, for for jumping in and joining thanks us. Thanks for having on, me on uh, on this new podcast. Um, you know, we look forward to you know picking your brain maybe again in another year. See Let's where do things it. Are at. Um, but if you want to find Matt, where do we find you online? At Matt Schumacher
1: underscore. I'm sure the the account will be tagged in this post Yeah. on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter at the same handle. And if you watch college
0: basketball, you can catch me on FS1 or Big Ten Hour. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Matt. And everybody, tune in next time. Uh, don't have the next... Uh, uh sneak peek uh, lined up yet but stay tuned and uh, we'll be coming at you with another episode of never outworked boom well here we are end of another episode thank you matt thank you all you all the listeners out there uh we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys um i just want to say matt it's a it's a pleasure working with you all the time and watching you grow uh, as you Uh, get some of these big games out there, calling these amazing games, uh, seeing you on TV and seeing you here in the office. It's amazing to see how well you're beginning to uh, learn how to balance that better as you, as you talked about and you know, as your family's growing, business is growing, broadcast is growing, you're finding a way to, to make it all work. And that's part of what we strive to represent here in our podcast of never outworked. Um, So any, any of you out there who can relate to that, um, I hope you took away something i know i did um you know i i manage a couple different areas of business and it's always a good reminder to sit back and say how can i become better at what i do learn from other people find a mentor and i I think that was a great point that matt made at the end there um you know if you're not going to join a team find a mentor Find somebody who's been down that road before so that when you're going down that road, you're not running off the road. You've got somebody that can put the rails up and keep you on that path to success. So with that, thanks again for everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next time on Never Outworked.